0: Welcome to the Zico Health Show. This is weight management expert, Narado Zico-Powell. Here we discuss fitness, nutrition, gut health, alternative medicine, and anything else that impacts your health and fitness. So take a seat and enjoy the ride. So welcome again to the Zico Health Show. I feel like this episode has been long awaiting. Because today, I'm going to talk about plateaus. What happens when you feel like you're stuck? Because you started off great. Listen to episode number one, number two, right? Following my instructions. You are working out, losing weight, but now the pounds are just not moving. So I'm going to get into things that lead to a plateau and how you can actually approach it. And stay tuned towards the end because I'm going to top this off with some awesome, awesome nutrition tips. And of course, the show notes, they're going to be at ZikaHealth.com plateau. But before I get into the episode, you know that now that I always do, I'm going to explain why I have the Zika Health Show. My personal story of years, I, mean, I grew up with really bad allergies and really bad asthma. And when I moved to the U.S., I still had the same issues. And it was so bad sometimes that I would get dizzy. Um, I couldn't, I really couldn't stay on my feet. And my doctor would put me on, you know, pills for my allergies. I don't remember what they are. Advair and um, albuterol for my asthma. And I asked a couple of times, is there anything I can do to get off this medicine? And my doctor would smile. And be like, well, not really. You just have to take your medicine, which, of course, I'm going to take my medicine. I'll never tell anyone not to take their medicine. But I said to myself, you know what? I'm in my mid-30s. There has to be something I can do to get off this medicine. Because as we all know, medication has side effects. You keep taking something, and eventually you have to take something else to counter the first one. That's why when you get stuck on medication, you usually you end up increasing your, not just your dosage, but the type of medicine you have to take. So I picked up the book by Dr. Stephen Gundry. It's called um, The Plant Paradox. And he's thought, he was talking about leaky gut syndrome and, and lectins and poisons in certain foods that I thought were healthy. He topped it off at the end by giving his, you know, nutrition tips of how to overcome those issues. But me being a natural skeptic, I was like, no, I'm not going to do what he says, but I'm going to make some changes and see what happens. And as I was making changes, I was using my medication less and less. I was feeling better. So I said, hmm, there might be something to this. So I started listening to podcasts and reading different books and not just about the gut, but also about the mind And how to set myself up to be the best version of myself. And as I learned these tips, I was becoming more and more resilient. My health was getting better. Even my fitness level, my body fat. I mean, I was coming from a guy that's been fit most of his adult life. But now I'm moving to a different level. Long story short, it's been over two years now. I still haven't renewed my medication. It's been over two years. Since I renewed my medication, I don't even get allergies anymore. Because my body used to respond to the world whenever the pollen count was high, my body, my gut would then create mucus to defend itself, and that made it hard for me to breathe. Now, no more of those issues. Goes to show you can take care of yourself. You can take control of your health, regardless of for anyone, especially if you have a doctor that doesn't think outside of the box and the only tool they have in their toolbox in medicine, you do need a new doctor. Now, also for this week, let's go ahead and read the Apple podcast review. This one is from Bella Tammy T. Actually, another trainer that I met on Instagram. And it's titled, Such a Great Source of Information. I've been following him for quite some time now. His podcasts offer a wealth of factual, beneficial information. Absolutely love his content. Thank you, Bella. I won't forget to give you a shout out on Instagram. That is awesome.
1: Now, with that being said, let's get into the episode. Plateau. See? If you've been listening to me for a while,
0: you know that I like to define anything that I'm talking about, right? That way everybody's on the same page. So then I gotta start this
1: episode by asking, what is a plateau? So according to Oxford Dictionary, it is a verb that means, or well, one of the
0: definitions I should say it's to reach a state of little or no change after a time of activity or progress. So yeah, when we talk about the fitness world, that makes sense, right? You've been working out, you've been losing weight, you feel amazing, but then you feel like you're stuck. You're at that plateau. But one of the biggest mistakes we make when we reach a plateau is we immediately try to break through it. Let me say that again, because this is going to sound a little counterintuitive. But one of the biggest mistakes we make when we reach a plateau, is we immediately try to break through it. If you listen to my episode with Dr. Chris Lee, banging guy, this dude is on a whole different level. I mean, his PhD in neuroscience taught me so many things about rewiring my mind. It was an amazing episode. Haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. And I ask him, what should we do when we feel bored? Because oftentimes when we feel bored, we try to find ways to think about something else or entertain ourselves. Or when we feel like we're stuck. And he said, you know what we should do? We should have a Sunday reflection day. You should have a day where you stop and look at where you were, what you've done, what you have or have not accomplished, and what your plan is
1: going forward. That's a similar idea here. Now, of course, I'm going to go ahead at this point. I'm not going to break this
0: up into sections. So first thing I want you to ask yourself, are you really on a plateau? This may sound silly, but stop and think about it for a second, especially if we are talking about reflection. See, a plateau is when we experience little or no change.
1: But what if you are experiencing a change, but you think you aren't? So let me ask you this, what are your markers? One of the things that absolutely,
0: like Peter, a family guy would say, grinds my gears, we often treat health or weight loss like a gimmick. You know what? I want to fit in my bikini or my board shorts by summer. And that mindset is a problem in itself. The all or nothing thought, the all or nothing mindset. I've had that problem before because I used to have that problem all the time. Either I'm going to go balls to the walls, I'm just not going to do it. And that in itself is a thought that you need to address. And to be honest, I completely refuse to work with any client who has that mindset because you're not going to benefit from my program because I have the best, worst business model ever. I want you to need me enough to when and then listen to what I'm teaching you. But when I'm done, you won't need me anymore. You don't need to be with me for a year or two years or three years. Even if I haven't taught you anything, I've trained your mind to where now you are thinking on your own. Now you can investigate stuff on your own. You know what to look for. That's what I'm teaching you because there are always gonna be new developments in science, in um, epidemiology, in um, training, so on and so forth. There's always gonna have a, a new idea but if you have the right mindset for investigation and knowing how to study and where to look, you will know how to learn and apply those ideas. And that is what I teach you. Of course, proper form and nutrition, and everything else comes with it. But then I teach you how to build on
1: the tools that I'm going to give you. See, taking control of our health, including our weight,
0: especially long term, Takes a holistic approach, and that's where most of us go wrong, because we think about calories. I need to burn twelve hundred, but eat a thousand, and we think, and then yet yeah, we still wonder why. Oh, I can't keep the weight off, or I keep cutting my calories, but I'm getting worse. Because you have to take a holistic approach, and if you've been listening to my show, if you're a fan of my show, I know you
1: already know this. So. That's really what we mean when we say it's a lifestyle change. Getting to the point
0: that you enjoy what you eat. You enjoy what you're doing. You're not stuffing down some you know, grilled chicken and, and, and broccoli every day and hating your life. Okay, at that point, what are you really accomplishing? Okay, you have 10% body fat, but you're miserable, miserable all the damn time.
1: In my badass interview with Dr. Chris Lee, we mentioned... And we talked about having
0: excess body fat, right? And how it leads to excess inflammation. So it goes back to what I'm talking about, the holistic approach. This is one reason why obesity leads to COPD, type 2 diabetes, and other health issues. Inflammation, excess inflammation. Remember, inflammation is not bad, but excess inflammation is the issue. Chronic inflammation is the issue. And by having excess body fat, you're going to have chronic inflammation. So Dr. Lee and I Um, And by the way, I'm going to tell you, his work is freaking amazing. You want to be a total badass in life? Go check this dude out. Dr. Chris Lee, he's on my Instagram, one of my past interviews. Badass. And he teaches you how to improve your mentality to achieve your goals.
1: So that is what I'm talking about here. Mindset. Do you want to have more energy? Do you want to feel better? Have you lowered your A1C? Are you sleeping better? Better yet, are these markers getting better? Then
0: you may not be in a plateau. And that's where we have to get, we have to wrap around our mind, right? If these things are improving and your health is getting better, are you really at a plateau? The scale may not move. Sometimes they even go up if you're building muscle. But then you are getting healthier, which should be your number one goal.
1: So what markers are you looking at? These are not small things. These are the signs that you are getting better, regardless of what anyone may tell you or what even the scale may say. Now, I'm going to go a little bit further. I'm going to talk about What to do when the scale's not moving? Number one, do not panic. Again, number one,
0: do not panic. See, stress raises your cortisol levels, which pumps excess blood into your large arteries, which can lead to heart attack and other health issues. See, your body can't maintain that level of stress consistently. Because 60% of your blood should be in your gut, some in your organs, and the rest to fire up that amazing brain of yours. But if you're constantly plumping blood to those large organs,
1: you're asking for a heart attack. In addition, excess stress leads you to craving more sugars.
0: It makes it hard for you to maintain a healthy weight. Excess stress, I want to add to this because excess stress can actually cause you to be underweight, depending on your situation, your activity level, and so on and so forth. Because excess stress can lower your levels of BDNF in the brain. Lower levels of BDMF can cause more anxiety, cause mood swings, speed up your metabolism. We actually have an overactive metabolism. And I'm going to release an episode, probably in a few weeks, on BDMF, because we definitely need to talk about that. That's something I have yet to touch on since I started this show. But excess stress, excess cortisol messes you up in so many
1: ways. The next thing I'm gonna mention here is sleep. Get quality sleep
0: for anyone who's been listening to me. I'm like beating a dead horse, but sleep is the main factor, the main factor in sustainable weight management. You know that I have an article on ZikaHealth.com on how to get quality sleep. You know how to access it. Go to ZikaHealth.com. I believe it's ZikaHealth.com sleep. And yes, we know that poor sleep equals excessive cortisol levels, among other hormonal imbalances. And I've talked a million times. It's not about just falling asleep and waking up, but are you hitting the right REM and non-REM cycles? Are you going through all four cycles of sleep? And so on and so forth. If you still are not getting good sleep, I don't give a damn if you work out twice a day,
1: seven days a week. You're not, you're really just hurting yourself at that point. Now let's talk about nutrition. I told you some nutrition tips are coming. Here they are. Hydration. I have to start with hydration.
0: We need to get back to the basics. Remember the pee test? I know I put it in at least episode one in the show notes, at least in episode two. Where you can just Google hydration pee test. But make sure you're always hydrated. In fact, every time you drink water, your body burns extra calories to heat the water from room temperature to body temperature. And that's why I always say, drink water 30 minutes before and 30 minutes post each meal to burn more calories from the food you eat. Oh, and if you walk, come out of walking, man,
1: like 30 minutes before and 30 minutes after, just forget about it. Because at that point, you, 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 you're you just crushing it. The next thing, you, and this is very important, are you primarily a fat burner Or a carb burner?
0: Are you eating carbs when you're not active? This is very subtle and very important to understand. And yes, here I am being very simplistic, but it is important to understand how your body stores and burns carbs. When we eat, the first thing our body does is it turns it to glucose for immediate use. Now, this is key right here for immediate use. That means that if you're not active, the less glucose you need, right? If you are active, especially like uh, swimming, running, or even lifting, your body needs more glucose. The excess is stored in your liver for backup. That's around, depending on who you ask, 8 to 12 hours worth of basically excess backup fuel. Anything above that is converted to body fat. Now, I want to make that connection. Because earlier, I was talking about the connection with body fat and excess inflammation. That's where eating excess carbs can ruin your health. Because you're eating all this more carbs than your body can burn. It converts to fat. and Then you have excess inflammation. Stop and think about that. So then ask yourself, if you had a plateau... Are you eating more carbs than your body needs? Remember, I always say, eat most of your carbs around the time that you are active. Generally, 30 minutes before and post-workout. And any carbs you eat the rest of the day should be minimal and complex in nature. Remember, download the Glycemic Index or Glycemic Load app. Anytime you're about to eat carbs or when you're shopping, you can look at it and see, is it complex? Is it simple? I generally say, especially if you're trying to lose weight, stay away from simple carbs. But if you feel the need to eat simple carbs, it has to be around the time that you're most active, usually post some type of heavy, high-intensity cardio-type workout. The benefit, however, of not eating simple carbs after a workout like that is that you can actually burn more body fat because it promotes fat oxidation because once your body used up all that stored, it's in your bloodstream and what's stored, is going to go to body fat, breaking down body fat for use, creating ketone bodies, and promoting fat oxidation, which if you want to maintain a healthy body weight or, say, body fat percentage,
1: you want your body to consistently burn body fat and promote fat oxidation. Now, let's talk about our best friend, protein.
0: Are you eating enough protein to fuel your muscles? Because generally speaking, you want to aim for like 0.7 to 1 gram per pound of body weight. Not more than that. So you don't need to overconsume protein. But you need at least enough to fuel your muscles. And one way of knowing you're not getting enough protein, if you don't feel strong enough, you're probably not getting enough protein. And additionally, about... <laughs> 40 grams within the first hour before and after like a good lifting session does wonders for your body. Boost strength and help you recover.
1: And uh, yeah, helps with uh, muscle growth. And lastly here, I want to talk about working out. Are you overtraining? Because in most cases, This is
0: associated with excessive cardio because we want to outrun our plate, right? We want to run, 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 and burn, 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 which is one of the biggest mistakes that we make. And easy ways to know if you're overtraining, if you're constantly tired, if you're constantly craving sugars, or guess what? Scales going the other way. You're gaining weight. You're gaining body fat. So here, I recommend that you slow down, reassess. Take a look at your workout routine. Ooh, can't talk. every episode, I always get to hit a spot where I just start to make mistakes. I guess I'm not the spot. But slow down, reassess, and take a look at your workout routine. It's almost messed up there again. Because remember, excess training leads to excess cortisol, which leads you to craving more sugars,
1: and yes, can then lead to weight gain. And, that porky pig would say, that's all folks. Take a look at your routine, reflect,
0: make adjustments where needed. Remember, this is not a fast food menu. You cannot pick and choose. If you want optimal results, you need to take the holistic approach if you want to be on that next level and you want to be a badass. I'm out. Catch you next time, fam. Thanks for listening to the Zico Health Show. If you got good quality content out of this episode, save, subscribe, and share it out there with family, friends, coworkers, or anybody who needs to hear this information. Remember, always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.